I'm pretty excited. Um, some of y'all may not know me, so I'll introduce myself a little bit. Um, I'm usually here with my husband. We sit about right over there where my mom is. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's not here tonight because he works nights, so I wish he could be here, but um, he's supporting me being here, being at work. Um, but anyway, I'm just very excited, and uh, when Pastor Mark asked me to speak, um, this was a few months ago, and I thought, oh, good, maybe something good's going to happen in my life, and I can tell everybody about how good it was and how I got there and all the steps, and I'm a big step person, you know, step one, and, and I come and I listen, and whatever they say up here, you know, it makes sense, I'm going to do it, so maybe I could teach something like like that. Um, and I was like, you know, things are really pretty bad right now, so I hope by August 2nd, you know, something really good happens. Um, and then it didn't. I mean, some, some good stuff happened, but not, you know, what I'm really wanting. I want to have something big, and here's what I learned, and here's how wonderful everything is. And um, it didn't really turn out how I wanted, but that's kind of normal, I guess, par for the course. So I thought maybe what I'm really supposed to share is just where I'm at in my journey. Um, I started thinking, oh, well, what have I learned? You know, I've learned a lot about God in my life, and years ago, what's something that I learned? And mm, nothing. <laughs> I know I've learned something and it's really cool. Ugh. And so that went on for a few weeks. And then I was just like, you know, what really matters. And I think what's really relevant is what I'm going through now. Maybe what I'm going through relates to something you're going through. So I thought, well, that's just what I'll do. I'm kind of in the middle of the story. I don't have the end to everything. So just know that some things I'm going to talk about, I don't know the end, but there will be an end. And maybe next time I get up here, I can share about that. Um, but I think it's just more about how it's changed me, changed my perspective. And yeah, I really didn't even think about a lot of what I am going to tell you until um, I was asked to share. And I think it's really good. I hope that you will kind of take stock of your life the same way that I have. Um, even if even if you're not sharing up here, there's other people that, that need to hear your story. So this is my story. Um, and this is kind of where I was a few months ago. I wanted to be <clears throat> show up in my nice clean uniform. I always want to teach from a, a stance of strength, success, and victory. And I started thinking about that. Why am I so fixated on that? You know, I, I like the... I like the victory. It's a fun story. And rah, you know, the underdog overachieved, yeah, overachieved, no, achieved, overcame. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, but it's, you know, it's not always like that when you're, when you're up here. And so I started thinking about there's not really ever any victory. Like I want that victory, but I'm in the challenge part. I'm in the threat part. And there's no, there's no, <laughs> like crown or reward without that. Sorry, I cry when I get really passionate. So that's why I got a tissue up here somewhere. Um, but there's no, I started thinking about like, like crowns and <clears throat> you know, the crown that we get at the end and that sort of thing. And um, I like sparkle and I really want some sparkle on my crown. And so I was just thinking about, you know, th like what, <laughs> Not everybody gets a crown, right? Um, and, I, and then I had that thought, and I was like, wait, is that true? Is that really true? So I started looking. 
Um, and I found a few verses that I think confirm that. Um, but if you remain faithful, even when facing death, I will give you the crown of life. And so it says, if you remain faithful. Thanks. <laughs> um, I will give you the crown of life. Okay. That was interesting. Here's another one. I'm coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. Okay, so I could have one and somebody could take it away. Well, I definitely don't want that. Um, here's, here's another one, and there's probably more, but God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And so three instances where it's like, okay, you're not just given a crown. And I, I think it's not even super exciting. Like if you get a reward for something you didn't really do, it's just not really anything you share or talk about, and it's not really anything people applaud unless you know, you're British and own a TV show, but, um, it, it just, <laughs> like, there's just no, there's no glory in that to use that really Christian or religious term. Um, it's just very, you know, if you're handed something, nobody really cares or talks about it. I think you get that. And so that's kind of where I come back to. There's no victory without a challenge or a threat. So if I'm dealing with all of these things, there's victory somewhere, right? Okay. So I started tracking this back. When did all this start? Let me just like, like chronologically, a lot has happened to me in the last 14 months. Um, so even prior to that, you know, it's the, when I say 14 months, that's when things started happening and I'll get there. But like, just for a little context, um, a couple of years ago, my so Mark is in the military and he deployed. And so he was gone uh, for 14 months and then he came home about 14 months ago. Um, and that was rough. And I thought, oh, this is a rough time. You know, can't wait until he comes home. And I know everything isn't going to be like roses. If somebody's gone for 14 months, you have a life. You've, you've adjusted after that point. So you have to figure out how to get them back into your life and you want them there, but it's not easy. Um, so if you're in a military family, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but you know, so he came back about for uh, May of last year and I had some time there, uh, where I was able to take military leave from my job because I had a spouse. So thankful for that. Um, he had some time off due to end of deployment kind of a thing transition. So we just had this like bubble of time where we weren't working, just enjoying life and just doing whatever. And I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> we all want that, right? Um, so we want that with pay, but whatever. Um, so anyway, during that time, I started, you know, uh, I like to do my quiet time with the Lord in the morning and I could have as much time as I wanted. I didn't have like a, okay, it's 7.30, I got 30 minutes, okay. Um, so, so I did, some days it was less, some days it was more. And I just think, oh, for those of you that are retired, that must be amazing. But um, during that time, I, I started thinking about, this is really what life is about. And now the things that I stopped doing, like playing piano, I started doing that again. Just the things that I like to do was what I did. And so I was like, maybe there's something here. And okay, so 
thinking about what started this series of events and challenges in my life, bringing it back to that, it happened during that time. And so Mark and I set a vision, and that's really what started everything, I think. Um, during, I, I thought I would share it with you, so here's a, a picture of it, but I just started like writing down in my quiet time, these are the things that I really want in life. And it's not, I think, revolutionary. I think a lot of us would say, you know, spend as much time with God as we want. We want to do that. Attend church faithfully each week. We should be doing that anyway. <laughs> serving our pastors and serving them together. Um, but over on the family side, supporting a home-centric, family-centered lifestyle. And that by that I mean, I think we give each other what's left over from the job that we do during the day. I think that's pretty common. And I just was like, if there's a way to not have to do that, which wouldn't we all love that? Like everybody's like, duh. <laughs> You know, but I thought, no, 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 there, there has to be a way. So I wrote it down. Um, have a business, and this is one, one way, have a business that we can work together and use to teach our kids work ethic and, and all of that. Um, but there again, being home-centric and family-centered and having a business that supports that kind of a lifestyle. Able to prioritize our family instead of our job, saying the same thing, um, and spend our holidays together. And so... You know, I wrote this down and I said, you know, babe, what do you think about this? It's kind of like, <laughs> he's not really an out of the box thinker, you know? So I figured he'd be like, whatever, <laughs> good luck. Um, he just can't, he doesn't really like make fun of me. He likes my ideas, but um, he's a military guy. Like he just box, you know, it just is in the box. That's just the way that it is. We don't change it. And so I'm very like, let's think creatively. Let's find new solutions. And so he's just kind of doesn't compute. And I kind of figured it would be the same reaction. And so I ran it by him. I said, like, what do you think about this? Like, you could work. I could still work. But maybe that wouldn't be the income that we feel so dependent on where we have to be like, slaves, if you want to use that term, to our job. Whatever they say, we have to go. Um, and he was like, I mean, yeah, that sounds great. You know, I, okay, well, that must be God. Um, but, you know, he's like, I don't think we're ready there right now, you know, a few years. I'm like, okay, I'm being realistic. Duh. Like, I, you know, we're going to work toward it. It's a vision. And so, anyway, at that point, we agreed that this is what we want to work toward. So, you know, if you want to achieve something like that, you need a lot of faith. Um, and I found this verse about, <clears throat> says, it's impossible to please God without faith. And so, if I were the devil and I heard that, well, that would pretty much be the thing that I would be going after. If it were me, that would be at the top of my game plan. How can I take down their faith? So to me, faith is not a battle. And I put this because I think I've heard a lot, like faith is a battle. And I'm like, no, it's a freaking war. <laughs> it is not a battle. It's not short. Sometimes it can be, but I'm in the phase of life where this faith walk is not short. It's long. So this is how I feel. 
It's a, this is my superwoman. I'm not the superwoman in the beginning with the nice, neat, you know, I've won. Like, I got dirt on my face. I got blood and a few guts, you know? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's all out war. So um, just to kind of go through some chronology of what happened after we set that vision, um, Mark got promoted, which sounds really awesome. He got promoted with the Navy. And I don't know if y'all know what that means, but when you get promoted in the military, it's like punishment is your reward kind of a thing. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So let's try to kill you um, and your family. So I put these two together because he got promoted, we started having marriage issues because ain't nobody going to take first place over me except for the Navy. And I had to learn that. All right. So, so that happened. Couple of threats. Um, and then I thought it would be nice if I showed a little picture here. This is him in his khakis. Also, in case you didn't know, little sidebar, he had shoulder surgery when he got home from deployment. So he had to go through this season of being treated like dirt with a hurt wing and he's kind of hiding it in the picture so you can't see it but <laughs> anyway um, and then right after that so two days after this so he gets promoted um, we start having problems uh, thank God for Pastor Mark who spent a lot of time with us we make it to this day together um, and I might be faking the smile but I was smiling two days later I get laid off from my job and this is, somebody else here has probably been laid off because this has been happening, right? Like this is, not, this is not a new thing. I think everybody here probably has your own list of this is what's happened to me over the past year. So I'm just sharing mine. Meanwhile, we had decided he's back from deployment. We knew we had issues having kids before he left, but we just didn't really have time to do anything about it. We found out there was a, some issues. He left and then, you know, obviously I'm not getting pregnant while he's gone. So, um, so infertility, we go back to fertility specialists and we start, start fertility treatments. While I'm not working, we're not sure how we're going to pay for it. We just know we need to do it. And funny thing, um, the job that I got laid off from actually covered fertility treatment. So right before we started them, I lost that job. So I also lost all of the, I mean, it's thousands of dollars, right? So I'm just like seeing stars at this point. Um, we complete some of the treatments and they don't work. So that's not fun. That's real. This is not a battle. This is war. fast forward a little bit, I end up in the hospital for something totally different. <laughs> Thankfully, just one night, and I'm fine. This is a lot. Yeah. Then I started thinking about, wait a second, this isn't the full list. There's more. Mark goes back to work. So he had been on disability from his shoulder. I think I forgot to mention that. But he had not been working and then I got laid off. So we were not working together. He starts back to work. Okay, that's good. He's healing. I get a job. I got a job that paid 25% more than I was making at the job I got laid off of. 
Then we had been wanting to do this. We bought a condo, which I think your wife helped us with. <laughs> um, I'd been wanting to do some short-term rental for a while and I hadn't done it. And God sent some people into our lives to show us how to do it. And so I wasn't working. We had time to shop, afraid to spend any money, but we had lots of time to shop. Um, so we did, we identified one and um, the week before, the week before we were supposed to close, I started my new job. And the reason that's important is because the mortgage company will call your employer the day of the loan, and if you do not have a job, you do not close. So that was pretty important. Um, this one's pretty important. I've always had a dream, excuse me, of owning my own business, full-on business. Not like a side hustle, but like a business. And we got the call in the middle of condo renovations. Hey, we got a location for your glamping sites. Y'all better be ready. I was just like, well, the heck, I just started a job. I got a condo and we got to launch this business. Like what? But we did. We just launched a month ago. And so meanwhile, all of these threats are happening. I make this other list over here of all of my dreams coming true. What? <laughs> like, Wow. On top of that, our marriage got stronger. So we made it through that horrible time, right? Then we got laid off and we spent time together. That was amazing because then it was like, okay, we've been fighting. Now we need each other. And it's amazing how that'll drive you together, right? Um, but, but we did. And so, you know, we just enjoyed life together there for uh, about a month or so while neither one of us was working. And so our marriage bond got stronger and I started thinking about all the things like I used to have anxiety about, oh, I like to plan for the future. And if I just see something not going right, which Mark will be the catalyst of a lot of times because he doesn't follow my little plan. Um, you know, I get anxiety about that. And when we first got married, I used to have a lot of anxiety about what if, uh, what if we have kids and like, and this is still going on and, oh, um, or, you know, like, what if, I don't know, like, what if we're not going to church? I don't, he didn't go to church every week at the time, for example. And so I was thinking, what if we have kids and then, and then I'm the one who's going to church by myself and I'm the one taking the kids and he's just the one at home and then, and then he's not serving, <sighs> you know, and all of that. So I don't have those issues anymore. Um, I, I wrote down this too, like my old anxiety is gone. And so you know, yeah, I'm in a war, but when I start looking at it, like I'm still, I'm still moving forward. Okay. So there's this vision out there and then there's all these things coming to try to make me not reach it. And I might not be running toward the vision. I'm not getting there that fast, but like every step is more toward the vision and toward the vision. And I think that's the thing I didn't really realize until I was asked to speak. I was just looking at all of these big things that I'm dealing with and they're, they're just forever. And, and, you know, writing this down caused me to realize like, okay, <laughs> um, I've actually made a lot more progress than I thought. 
Um, and so I, I say this to, okay, like, what is the point of all of this? So I've, I've shared my story. I don't really know what the end is. So there's a lot of stuff that's like, well, that's kind of crummy. Like, I don't want to serve the Lord if I'm going to deal with infertility. But like, you know, dang it, you probably deal with it anyway. And at least I have a way of um, winning. <laughs> I mean, I just, I have some friends that you know, don't serve the Lord, don't know the Lord. And it's like, whenever, whenever they're dealing with things that are big because they deal with them too, uh, I mean, I can say like, I can pray for you. Um, and I'm happy to do that. I want to be Jesus to them, but they don't have the promises that I have. They don't have the sure thing um, that I have. And so, yeah, anyway, that's it. <laughs> Why am I telling my story? Um, I think partially to, to encourage you to take a look back and see, are you moving forward? Is your relationship with the Lord moving forward? Um, I definitely don't want to be one of those people that, um, you talk to them and they're like, oh yeah, you know, they talk in faith, but you don't really see it. And so it's kind of like, okay, like I'm just, I'll, I'm an observer. I'll sit back, I'll wait. And then I see them in another few months or a year or whatever. And they're saying the same, you know, yeah, they're doing the faith talk or the Jesus talk, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they're still dealing with the same thing, like maybe different people, different props, you know, different city, but it's the same it's kind of the same. Um, I don't know if you have those, but I've, I've got some of those and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that either. Like they're Christian, but like, I don't want to be like that. Um, and so I think, you know, this forced me to take some stock and realize, so frankly, I don't know if I would have done this if I weren't having to be up here and prepare for this tonight. I don't know that I would have taken stock as much, but, um, you know, take stock and just see, are you moving forward? Do you love God more? Do you know him better? And the thing that, um, to, to kind of bring that in about loving God more and knowing him better, um, I was thinking about also over the course of my life, like it's not just about the wins. Those are nice. Um, but also, I think if I had gone through this years ago, I think I would have questioned my faith a lot more or questioned, um, how do I want to say this? Like, would I know about God? Like, I would have questioned that more. And the thing that I've found this time is that, like, it's longer, it's harder. But I don't, I, I, I just think to myself, like, if, I, you know, why don't, why don't I want to quit? I don't, like, why don't I want to quit? I don't. <laughs> I am more determined than ever. And I have more grit than ever. Um, I just do. And I was looking for a verse for that. I don't, I don't know if I have one yet, but maybe it'll, maybe it'll come. But I, I did think about something related to that. Um, let me move forward here a little bit and I can come back to that. But this verse came to me, uh, but we all are changed into the same image. So the image of the Lord, and I pulled this from King James version. So I'm sorry if you're not into Elizabethan, but it just said what I wanted it to say. 
Um, boy, that sounds wrong. The phrase is in King James Version. It's not in other versions. Um, okay. <laughs> Let me not be right in scripture here. Um, but we all are changed into the same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. And this came to me again today. And I think, I think I understand it a little differently. So <laughs> I get this vision, like historically, when I think about from glory to glory, I've never really understood that when people say, oh, I just go from glory to glory. And I'm just like, but that... Like, then why is my life so hard? Like, what am I doing wrong? Because I feel like I'm, like, the parts in between the glory is where I'm always at. And, um, and I always get this vision of, like, a, <laughs> this is silly, but, you know those cartoons where, I can't remember what cartoon it is, but there's, like, a really green frog on a pad in the water, like, in the pond. I don't know what cartoon it is, but they, they jump from pad to pad, like the bullfrogs. And I've always thought that's what comes into my mind. That's so dumb. But that's what comes into my mind when I think from glory to glory. Like they're just, I'm just supposed to leap from pad to pad to pad. And it's just always nice and green and lush and whatever. And I realized that, let me see if I can tie this together. From from glory to glory, so thinking about that, like glory means honor. I kind of am associating it for purposes of this discussion with victory. Um, praise, honor, glory. So from victory to victory. But we've already said you can't achieve a victory without a challenge or a threat. So I am actually going from victory to victory to victory because I have challenge, overcome to victory, overcome to the next one, overcome to the next one. And this verse, I don't know if that's a revelation to you, but it was to me. Oh, I stepped. Um, to go from glory to glory is that the challenges are good because that means I am going from glory to glory and I am going from victory to victory because I have the challenge and the threats. Um, and they're all temporary, like nothing is forever. Um, but anyway, that, that to me, just it just spoke a lot to me that... I just always felt like I was never measuring up, I guess, because people said they went from glory to glory, and I was just like, but I don't. But I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. I just, <laughs> that's not my life. Um, but it is. It is. And, and if there are more challenges, then there's just going to be more victories. And so, anyway, that's kind of where I am on that. Um, let me go back and see. So why I'm telling you my story and, and what I'm getting at. Hopefully there's some nuggets along the way. But just to challenge you to assess your relationship with the Lord. Um, and to realize that now is a chance for God to be pleased with you. So he already said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That tells me with faith, it is possible to please God. So now, if you're going through your own challenge, your own threat, now is a time for God to be pleased with you. Also, I'm not quitting, so you can't quit. Because I'm not going to let you. <laughs> um... I think that's 
I think that's pretty much it. I do have a few other scriptures, and so I'll give them to you. This one meant a lot to me. I pulled this from the Message Bible. It says, I will always show you where to go. I'll give you a full life in the emptiest of places. Firm muscles, strong bones. You'll be like a well-watered garden, a gurgling spring that never runs dry. I just sometimes think we all are going through our own crap. Like, we all have it right now. And I think so many people that I talk to, I don't know if it's different now than at any other point in history per se, but like, there's just not a lot of good news anywhere. Um, And I mean, we know that and it's, yeah, it's in times and everything, but also maybe we're supposed to be having bigger victories than we're having because the challenges are big and, and we need big victories. Um, in order to, let me see if I can put this the way, it, well, the way it is in my head. I feel like sometimes, like we have small victories, like in the world, you know, Christians, I think we have what I would consider small victories, but any victory for us right now feels pretty big. I wonder if we need bigger victories to kind of keep up with like how, I feel like we're being outpaced a little bit. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, I just think, you know, these challenges, it's easy to shrink back and it's easy to just kind of, we want to get away from that just as people, but even as a society, like we just don't want to do anything really hard. Like if you hire people, and I say this because we just launched this business, so we're trying to hire people, but if you've ever hired people, is it different now that like people show up and to work, but they don't want to work? Like, when did that start? (laughs) I mean, I just don't get it. You know, like you're never going to have the victory of a paycheck either because you're not going to be here long enough. So I just, I just think about that and I'm just like, you know, we can't do that with the Lord either. Like you gotta show up to work. Robin just talked last week about putting on the full armor of God. And she talked a little bit about the shield and it's like, use it, (laughs) get it on and use it. Um, because it is war. So anyway, and also a little bit more of encouragement. The Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Nothing good, nothing good will he ever withhold from you if you do what is right. It's just a promise. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They're like trees on a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. And so maybe this is your, this is my time. And maybe this is your time as well, where you're putting some roots down. There's not a lot above the ground to see. There's some, I talked about it, but there's a lot above the ground that I'm not really seeing right now, to be honest, but I'm just going to keep growing my roots. They're just going to keep going down, you know, just don't quit. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Well, this has been going on for a while. It's pretty drought right now. So if you're still here, you must have some roots somewhere down there. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. 
I think that's really all I've got, you guys. We set a vision. We're going to accomplish it no matter what. This is me. I hope this is going to be you too. <laughs> Thank you.